0: Brida Dino, your spiritual life coach. This is the Beyond Grounded Podcast. Our goal is to help you overcome those paralyzing roadblocks by discussing life experience and connecting you with your universal team. Welcome to the Beyond Grounded family. Hi everyone. Welcome to Beyond Grounded. I'm your Spiritual Life Coach, Brian Dino, and I'm super excited as always to invite you to joining my uh, my interview with today's guest. Her name is Sue Brooke. She's an author, speaker trainer, relationship marketing and networking expert, currently working at Alignable. But that's just, those are just terms and I can't wait for you to get to know her. So thank you so much for being here, Sue. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So let's like I take everybody let's go from the beginning um start telling me like what was there anything that was pivotal that helped get you to into your passions of of business or you know was that something that what you built up into and then it started becoming more so just go ahead and start off in the beginning and tell us your story oh my gosh the beginning
1: (laughs) so I grew up I I it's good for me to tell you that I literally grew up in the middle of the cornfields in a town just like Mayberry with, you know, Aunt B and Sheriff Taylor. <laughs> and Really small little town. Um, grew up riding horses and all those riding on the tractor and the whole thing. Um, my dad was a teacher. He was a math teacher and, and coach. Uh, my mother passed away when I was eight years old. So my mother, my father raised me and my younger sister. And I wanted to be a teacher like my daddy. You know, just kind of. That's it. Back in Nebraska, it was like you either were a you took over the family farm usually, or you became a you know a something like a doctor or a teacher or whatever. So my whole life growing up, I was really shy. Actually, I was kind of quiet. Um, it was that was just me. And I went to school. I went to college to be a teacher. And I wanted to be just like dad. And um, (laughs) the funny part is I got out of college and my very first job was at a ballroom dance studio, Fred Astaire Dance Studio. Oh, wow. (laughs) So um, I just love to dance. And it was like, so I thought, well, I'm still a teacher. Of course, my dad wasn't very happy about that. But (laughs) I started teaching dance lessons and then it wasn't very long where I started realizing that this wasn't like a school that you're just going and teaching dance lessons it was a business and the word entrepreneur was not a word that I Probably even had heard of before. It wasn't something that you heard or talked about back then. This was a long time ago—58 years ago, to be exact. And uh, well, 58 years ago, I was born. Okay, it wasn't 58 years ago.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, quite, quite honestly, I'm just going to object there because interacting with you, it, that wouldn't even dawned on me because you're so bright and, and just full of life that it's like it's almost <laughs> like same with you is like being in just a, a space of forever. And oh. be without without aging. <laughs>
1: like, oh, that's hilarious! I, like
0: I honestly, I just want to kind of put that out there to people that if they ever had the privilege and, and blessing of sitting and working with you or, or interacting with you. It's like, you know, hands down, soup Brook makes you feel like everything's possible. <laughs> so, oh,
1: I, well, you know what it is, and you know I haven't had an easy time of it. There were a lot of things that happened. You know, I grew up. My mother passed away when I was eight years old. I don't. Oh. I've somehow blocked that out, and I don't remember her. You know, I remember just really not anything. She died on Christmas Day when I was eight. I sort of remember that day, and that's about it. So, but I do remember being eight years old and just saying, okay, this is life, you know? And I just always, I never remember being, you know, overly sad. It was just, I just knew somewhere in my soul I knew that this was just my path. This is what was supposed to happen, and I do believe. Um, looking back, my younger sister was had a lot different experience on how she handled the situation. But you know what? I just realized. I, I just. I don't know what it was being that young, realizing that hey, you know what? This is what turned me into an independent woman that you know can do anything, and. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where that came from in, in this story, but I think it was it's important on how how I live my life. You know, um every I just really believe that every crappy thing <laughs> that happens to you and everybody has things that happen that aren't awesome, right? But I really truly believe with my heart that everything that happens that might not be a great thing always turns out to be the best thing somehow. And um you know, my story just keeps going with that, you know, from the time my mother died to where I grew up when I went, I found out I went, worked at Fred Astaire Dance Studio and I realized it was a business. And from there, I realized real fast that, hey, I can start my own business. And so another one of the teachers and I got together and we started our own ballroom dance studio back in my college town. And that was my very first experience
0: as an entrepreneur. And how about how old was you whenever you started your first business?
1: Well, it was probably around 22 years old, 23, something like that. So I knew nothing about about business back then. Absolutely nothing. I was like, I just remember going, oh, great, we're going to have this business. We got it all ready. We opened the doors and went, oh, we need customers. (laughs) We need clients. How are we going to do this? And, you know, when you're that young, you don't know anything about to be an elementary school teacher it was kind of far from being a business owner so I had to learn how to go out and get customers and that was really the start of my journey in business and learning how to build relationships how to network how to build a business without having money to spend on marketing so after that, um, I, I I did this business. I'm I can't remember a couple of years. I end up, um, of course, when you're young, finding and getting married at that time and moving. And I sold the business. You know, our, uh, my partner took it over. And uh, fast forward, ended up in uh, Palm Springs, California. Or actually, Arizona was first, and then Palm Springs, California. Um, that was a short marriage. Um, but I was teaching dance lessons there. I went back to teaching elementary school. And then later, fast forward even further, I ended up marrying a musician who was, uh, he was from Nebraska too, strangely enough, I met him in California. And if you are, if you know musicians and artists, they're they're pretty much what what they normally say, the starving artists, right? <laughs> they usually don't have business experience. So... That is really a lot of that where I pretty much gave up all of my dreams of different things for my husband at the time. That was probably my first, well, I'm not going to call anything that I do a mistake. But that was something that I'm pretty passionate about, helping other people realize that, you know, you should never be be giving up your passions and you should always take care of yourself and never give things up for someone else. But I did that. But... I learned a lot in the process. So over the course of 13 years, I he was working in a small dive bar kind of thing in Palm Springs and then now he I helped him grow his um, grow into he works, you know, plays for big huge audiences and makes a lot of money in the music industry. Basically, I help him become a rock star. <laughs> so I helped his dreams come true. But in the meantime, I learned a lot about business. And networking and marketing and um, that's what kind of set me on my path from there.
0: So basically, looking back, and you know, I I love the fact that you stopped yourself from basically considering like a fail uh, you know a failed situation for yourself, but mm-hmm. quite a l- big learning curve for what actually you needed to get where you were going in life. Because without that moment, you really, would you know as much as you do and would you feel as passionate about helping other people because that's that's where your practice came from and your learning. And I loved how you just kind of was like, no, it wasn't a failure. It wasn't, it was basically a huge learning curve.
1: Absolutely. And you know what, that's what I tell people. When people are going through things that... Uh, you know, or some kind of tragedy or something that happens to them, I always say, what are you learning from this that you can help someone else not go through it or ease the pain of going through it, you know? So that, from that time, I mean, my story continues. Like, the way that that marriage ended was I, he basically, <laughs> he decided, I would, now, now I'm going to go back a little bit. I picture this. Like, I would literally get up in the morning, and everything was about making his dreams of being a rock star come true. Everything. From going to the grocery store and buying the food that he wanted to eat, and going to this the mall to buy him clothes. Everything was about making his dreams come true. Learning how to do his website, how to market him. And so suddenly, imagine that your whole life is like that, right? It's, it's focused on that one thing, and then it ends suddenly. He decides to leave. He decides the marriage is order, over, and of course, at that point, I thought my life was over. I didn't know who I was. Yeah. I literally lost my identity. I was the musician's wife. That's it, and... And, uh, a couple months after he left and I was going through the terrible time, I literally got hit by a truck. Oh, <laughs> like geez. really, um, I was in a little Volkswagen new beetle convertible and I was driving home. I was actually heading to go pick up a, I had a couple of foster cats that I needed to go pick up from the vet and I, bam, I got hit by a truck. I got, um, t-boned by a ford f-250 truck going through a he ran a red light and hit me in the driver's side door oh gosh. and uh, my jaw was broken i had a wired jaw for six weeks if you want to lose weight that's a great way to do it <laughs> Wire your jaw. Oh I, my, uh, I have a brain injury um you know femur was snapped into i was pretty much in bad shape i probably shouldn't have still be here today for sure. Um I ha- I remember talking to firemen that had pulled me out with the jaws of life and told and couldn't believe that my little beetle saved me. <laughs> so that was my I got hit by a truck in more ways than one kind of thing. you oh, so Anyway, so that was um that's what happened and that's what really woke me up to the rest of my life and uh And I'm grateful for it. You know, I talk about people, when bad things happen, it always ends up being the best thing. And it literally was the best thing that could have happened
0: to me. So was it like the time that you had to pretty much stay resting? And obviously, it wasn't like you were having long conversations with your poor job being wired. And so that's the time you kind of (laughs) just sat and reflected and was thinking about the things that you had been missing out on your your life and things that you wanted to do
1: well yeah you know what happened was what really that turning point you know that that one thing that happens is me I, here I was I was lying in a hospital bed and you know had <laughs> I was in a bad place not only did I my marriage just ended, and I was ended, and I was still in horrible grief over that. But here I got hit by this truck, and I really, in my head, I thought, I don't. All my friends were his friends, you know. I didn't have an identity. <laughs> but the the that that one moment was when I opened my eyes in that hospital bed, and in my room, in my hospital room, were all these people, like. I can picture this like it was yesterday and all of these people are surrounding my bed that cared about me and they were there for me. (laughs) And that was honestly the moment that I'll never, that's etched in my mind forever that, wow. Okay. (laughs) It's my turn to be the rock star. (laughs) Oh my goodness!
0: What a powerful moment.
1: It was. And, um, whatever it was I, you know I'll never forget it it's it's a story that I tell people when they're going through hard times that you know that was that was it so from that moment on of course it was a hard road of course I didn't just like go okay I'm going to be happy now <laughs> it was like the beginning of a very hard road a year of recovery and and all kinds of things recovery you know obviously but um mentally and so, from there, now, now, during the time that I was married, I had start, I had worked for this, uh, a big tutoring business, and then I had also gone back to teaching, and then I ended up starting a tutoring business out of my house. So, I was home all the time, obviously. Um, my husband's time, he was a musician, so he'd work on the weekends, but during the week, he was very good at math and science, and he, so... We literally had a tutoring business, like flourishing tutoring business in our house. So I would have I was in one room teaching the elementary kids, and then he would be in another room teaching the high school kids. And we had this very awesome tutoring business out of our living room. <laughs> and that was that was really the start of that growing. after I got out of the hospital, of course, it was just me. my jaws just imagine this, my jaws wired shut. I brought my tutoring table into my little tiny apartment that I was living in and the kids would come and I literally was tutoring kids with my jaw wired. Oh
0: my god. (laughs) Sitting
1: in a you know, (laughs) with a cane and the whole thing, but you know, I was doing it. And from there that grew into I ended up partnering with a teacher supply store and opening my my brick and mortar business, and growing it by myself, no husband, no partners, because that just lasted a short time, literally by myself, with no money in the bank because I ended up with no money, and at forty four years old, I was I had to start a business from zero. And so from there, and out of that little apartment, I grew it into a five thousand square foot learning center, a private school, after school, tutoring, the whole pretty much anything education with a second location in San Diego. This is in Santa Clarita when I did this. And um, that was my real claim to fame to learning business inside it out.
0: Oh wow. So the, like such a such a powerful thing whenever like I know that I've heard this story before, but even just sitting here in this moment and, and hearing it again, it's like no wonder you exude everything is possible. Like when you went and you you, you went through an accident and then you created your, you know, your learning center from going from no money into a small apartment, to basically teaching with your jaw wired shut. And then you actually created it into multiple locations. And it, I'm just like, I'm sitting here. With, I don't. I know you can't see me because we're on the phone, but it's like my jaw is on the table going, oh my, it's like I'm hearing it for the first time again, even though I know I heard this, heard this from you. Oh, oh, oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, you know, it was it was funny because, you know what, when you're in it and when you're doing it, you're not thinking about it, and it's not easy. I'm not saying that it's just like everything magic just happened and everything turned to gold. It was really hard. I did it by myself. I mean, literally, and I it was very hard work. I mean, the bigger you grow your business, the more stress you're going to have. It was rewarding work. Of course, I loved it but it was it was um a rough road and the thing that the thing that happened there was something that happened in there and was it was two things the first one was i was still in my wheelchair and with my cane and my jaw wired shut i hadn't been out of the hospital very long and being um in at this restaurant bar kind of thing and somebody i knew came up to me and, and said i want you to meet somebody because at that point i still was pretty in a lower place this is before i really you know grew the business and stuff and um this was so interesting to me this she, he pulled up he came up with this girl who was in a wheelchair and she was really cute and she was young she was beautiful she was paralyzed and she told me her story and she drew, she wheeled herself up to me and said, and he introduced me to her, and she had a book that she had written with her picture on it. And it's, it was, I still have it, actually. It's, some, it's called Never, Never, Never Give Up. And it's her story about being an athlete. And she got hit by, I believe it was a drunk driver, if I remember right, and she was paralyzed. Her, her life was, you know, of course, she thought it was over. She was an athlete, and she couldn't, she was paralyzed now. And she wrote this book, right? And I was like, so amazed. I just thought she was bigger than life. Wow, she, she, like, what's a big deal about me getting hit, you know, in a little car accident and going through a divorce? Big deal, right? That that's sort of how I was thinking. Somebody asked me then later, I had my business going. It was this women's group. And she said, will you come and speak to my women's group? I'm like, speak? What do you mean, speak? <laughs> <laughs> tell your story. So what am I going to speak about? She goes, tell your story. I'm like, what do you mean? My, who cares about my story? I literally didn't think anybody would care about my story. I mean, big deal. Everybody gets hit, you know, in car accidents and gets goes through divorce. Never forget, like I told you, and at the end... All these women came up, lined up to talk to me, some in tears, some like like they, they wanted to meet, They it was just amazing. And how they told me how much I inspired them. And I said, what is going on? I it literally did not understand it until people started talking to me and I realized this. That girl that was in the wheelchair and paralyzed, very few people can connect with that. They're Nobody knows, very few people know what it's like to feel paralyzed, you know, be paralyzed and and have gone through that. But a lot of people have been in a car accident and been hurt. A lot of people have ended relationships and had to figure out how to get up, start over. And so they connected with me and I inspired them, apparently, (laughs) that it wasn't so bad that things can get better. And that was such a huge thing for me. That was such a huge realization that, wow, this is our job on earth, I believe. You know, when you go through these things and you learn the lessons, and you come out on top, it's your job to, to help other people realize and learn from that and and, and know and inspire them that things can get better.
0: I completely, I'm a million percent completely agree in, in the fact that, that it, it kind of helps give you that soothing feeling that it, every second of our, our life and our story is worth it.
1: That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And of course, it's hard when things don't go your way, especially right now. You know, there's a lot of people suffering right now and thinking that their life's over or that's not going to get better or you know things aren't the way they used to be and the truth of the matter is i believe and people will will probably shake their head and they do but i really believe this is the best thing what we're going through now is one of the best things that we could go through for many reasons you know, people get stuck in the way the li- life is and the world is, and it just keeps going, you know, and then something like this. I mean, this is pretty big getting hit by a truck, right, <laughs> when we're yeah. what we're all going through right now. Yeah. But it's turned out to be probably, it's honestly the best thing that ever happened to me in my life. My business is exploding. I'm helping a lot of people. I'm seeing a lot of people make the changes that they would never have made without some of the things that have happened to us in the world right now. Absolutely. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, as I tell everybody, 2020 is one of the most profound, catalytic years that you could ever dream and want. <laughs> you think? I, You know, honestly, it's like, it's one of those things that, you know, none of us, none of us like that, that growing pain feeling, none of us. But honestly, I you know, even my clients, I tell them without moments like this, would you really stop and consider that there's better for you? Not really, <laughs> you know. We yeah. would we would just continue. It's like with the saying that humanity has of if it if it isn't broken, you know, don't, don't fix it. And it's like, yeah, but at what point do you stop to re, re uh, you know review and and relook at to see if maybe you can m- live a much happier life too, grow and evolve. Oh, yeah. So you yeah, no, know I, I completely agree with you on that, Sue. <laughs> yeah, and and it's
1: it makes me really really sad when I people who don't realize it yet like they're just they're in that stuck place and they just can't see what's really in front of them and what opportunities are in front of them you know especially business business is my passion and so i've seen business owners that are just took it and ran with it new business and are super successful because of the, the things that they they took the opportunity and ran with it and then I see the people that just cry and complain and, and, and just can't understand that all they need to do is make a little tweak and everything could be so much better. So, you know, it's hard, you know, for people like you and me that care so much about people and can see what they can't, you know, <laughs> like how do you lift that for some people, right?
0: Well, then I think to, you know, my client and I actually had a conversation about this too, how it's, it's one of those things whenever you look at, from a soul perspective, um, we both kind of had a giggle about where we used to take it so personal when we were trying to help somebody and th- that person didn't really want the help. And I said, uh. and I said, and honestly, deep down, I said, my soul's perspective that kind of set me straight was this, you know, I'm actually taken away from their learning curve if I kept trying to fix their problem. And they wow. weren't ready for it, and I uh, said so that kind of gave me the peace of mind of the fact that I wasn't failing that person. I was actually showing them the love that they were asking for, is that I planted wow. the seed, and when they're ready, you know they'll they'll take it, and evolve and adapt from it. So, but yeah, it is such a time where you know it does it hurts us because we we want happiness for everybody, but on a soul level, I'm like we're on such a learning curve. It's like God bless you. Let me say a prayer because <laughs> Lord knows I need <laughs> millions of it Yeah.
1: Like when a kid, a baby, touches something hot on the stove, you know, they have to learn that, right? Yep. And they'll never do it again. And you can tell people over and over and over again, you know, something, and until they have to experience it themselves or learn how to come out of it, they won't learn how, or they keep making the same mistake.
0: Yeah, and honestly, I think the the blessing of it was, even though it was, like, such a painful time of, like, your divorce and an, a, a really intense car accident on top of that, it's like, I think that kind of helped catapult you forward in the fact that you, you found such a better understanding and pricelessness in your journey and what you could do and what you're experiencing. And so, any amount of real tough moments, you you kind of, like, subconsciously probably just put a title on it, like, well... You know, I, I I've I've come through so much intensity before. Like you know, th- this this just means that I can do something to try and and uh, continue to move forward in. So I think that kind of helped you in that. Where people who haven't experienced technically the intensity of 2020 in their life, <laughs> whether it was a car accident or something real real serious, um, maybe there's th- this is their first real shock. Who knows? <laughs> well, it
1: could be. I mean, I thought that was the worst thing that could ever happen to me back then. I really did. But the truth of the matter is, things are going to keep coming.
0: And they Absolutely. kept coming
1: for me, too, <laughs> in, yep. in a really bad way. And so, you just, <laughs> you have to realize that bad things are going to happen. Things are, you know, whatever word you want to use. I don't really like to use negative words. But things that aren't, you know, aren't crappy or not so good or that's not going to go your way, it's going to happen all the time. So, You just have to learn. It's all about your mindset and how you look at it. So, you know, fast forward with my business. So after 19 years of being this and I had many employees and was going through that, I just, I got tired and I really just wanted to help other entrepreneurs not go through the things that I went through. I already made a lot of mistakes and so magically a lady was at a networking group stood up and said that she wanted to have a business and then she pretty much described mine and so long story short I ended up meeting with her and selling her my business go and help other entrepreneurs well that ended up being (laughs) the bad decisions that I made at that point (laughs) it ended up being the best thing eventually but it was a very very hard Um, The woman that I sold my business to uh, (laughs) automatically ran it into the ground. She did a lot of things. Um, It it, it won't go into any details, but essentially she never paid me. She ran the business into the ground. I trusted her um, to, I'm a very trusting person. I grew up, like I said, in a small town where people just always do what they say they're going to do. And uh, she didn't and um, I ended up financing her and getting just a small down payment and then never getting any more money for the business that I built over 19 years that was supposed to be my legacy and was supposed to be, it, it was like the, chi- <laughs> the way someone described it is it was like the child I birthed and then she killed it, that's oh, <laughs> which is a terrible thing to say, but that's exactly how it felt at the time, you know, just well, being Absolutely. Raw. absolutely and um it was it was so awful and the thing is everything and i had in the world every single penny i had every single thing i had was in that business and so when i never received the money the money was supposed to go for me to be able to invest in my next uh adventure of helping helping entrepreneurs start and grow their businesses so me being the positive, happy person, and you know that I always am, I uh, well, I'll throw this in there. I ended up meeting a sister on ancestry, <laughs> and so she uh, that's another thing that got thrown in there. So I'm kind of in my place where I still thought I was going through uh, you know attorneys and stuff trying to see if I could get her to pay me and going through that whole horrible thing, which I'm not somebody that sues people, but somebody was helping me. In, while I was in that part of my terrible part of that part of the story, magically I got this message on Facebook from a lady who said she was a cousin of my mother's, and she said she had something important to tell me, and uh, I thought, well, I, I lost track of that side of the family. Long story short, I called her, and she said, it looks like you have a sister, and it turned out that our mother, we have the same mother, um, had come to california from nebraska where i'm from and she this was back in 1954 uh, met a navy man like apparently a lot of women did back then um she got pregnant he went off to guam or wherever he was going and she had the baby never told him or anybody and gave her up for adoption day one back in 1955 and never told anyone and then of course she passed away and so We found out that I had a sister. (laughs) We met um, right after that. I came up to Northern California, beautiful Sonoma County, and we met. And since this is not a video, but if you go, you can find it on my website and on my Facebook page, Um, you can see a picture of us. The day we met, we actually showed up with pretty much identical outfits, (laughs) including (laughs) our shoes.
0: (laughs) You're like that proof that you, you two think alike and this must be your sister.
1: <laughs> yeah, we kind of, and we did not plan it. It was so funny. And so I ended up moving up here um, and just enjoying her. I live on her property and uh, she's just awesome. We'll walk out of the house with the same clothes on. <laughs> Pretty funny. Um, anyway, so that's been you know my new life. and But over the last few years, you know beginning when I first moved here I was still fighting to try to get back from the business that I sold Um, and going back to what I started to say about me being so happy and positive and you know everything I put out into the world like on social media or on my website or when I'm talking to people I'm always smiling I'm always happy I'm always you know sharing the the roses you know I say stop and smell the roses on the side of the road it's like that's what I put out there. That's the perception. So the perception that everybody had about me was that I was like so successful and I must have so much money and I must be, my business is flourishing and I'm everywhere and I'm, I'm just this so happy person. I have the perfect life. But the st- truth of this story was behind the closed doors when I, when I went to sleep at night, I was cl- crying myself to sleep t- at night. I had no money in the bank. I actually had to go on food stamps at one point oh, because wow. I couldn't get out of my stuck place. It was the weirdest thing because I, I didn't know how to, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> and But everybody thought, it was like that imposter syndrome. I don't know if you ever heard that, but I learned that that's what I had. I felt so bad about people thinking that I had, I was this perfect person and I was teaching people how to have these great businesses in this life when I, my life was, was, I was in this grief, terrible grief mm-hmm. stage and um, anyway, that was, that was probably the low hit bottom at that point and, but nobody knew, <laughs> my sister kind of knew, but that's pretty much where I ended up. Um, and then one day, <laughs> my attorney called me. I had an attorney that was doing this whole thing on contingency. So, I, you know, I have money to pay an attorney, but they were doing it because he called me and he said, Sue, he goes, you know, you're at a point where do you want to keep going with this? You'll probably win. You know, we'll probably go to court. You'll probably win. But the chances are of you ever getting any money, you know, all you're going to get is a judgment. You're not going to get anything, probably most likely, but I'll keep fighting if you want to. And I'll tell you, I hung up the phone and I called him back right away and I thought about it. And I said, you know what? This has been, this is not good for me. This negativity, this wanting to, this fighting, this, this, it just overtook my life. It was the cause of me being stuck you know, where I was, you know, and thinking, well, maybe I'll win and she'll give me the money. And, you know, I, I'm sure many people have been through things like this, but I literally called him back right away and I said, you know what, I'm done. I'm going to just end it. She can just, she's free. <laughs> um, and I'm telling you, the minute I decided that I wasn't going to be in that state anymore, and the, that I was giving up the fight, and that I was just going to move on, literally seconds. I mean, the phone rang. I started getting people calling me. I got people wanting to work with me. Money started just literally, I'm not joking. People, Money started flying at me. Opportunities started coming to me as I made a decision to get out of that place.
0: It was, it was almost like you were holding like now looking back and how you were feeling, it's like you were you were holding yourself back from being able to flow forward and become successful and let let even bigger blessings come your way, so, yeah, so that's amazing that you know, thank you for sharing with us that you actually felt so like completely just depressed as if you you were failing what everybody's expectations was of you and Quite honestly, it's like from my perspective of me getting to know you, and I know you've been through so much, and it's like, even during that time, I'm so honored and just respecting and in awe over you and your journey that you were actually just as bright then as you are now to me. So, <laughs> so it's like the imposter syndrome, which you know, you, you everybody who understands that is like when you're when you're opening up and doing things that you're passionate and you you love to do, but it just feels like it's so new and you haven't had the experience yet that makes <laughs> you even an expert to, to even try and do it. But, um, yeah, so it's it's just beautiful even to that that perspective where I'm waking up to my own my own self. You know, hearing you is like wow. We're shining just as bright, even when we feel like we're not necessarily at that standard yet. And so, thank thank you for sharing that. Oh, you're welcome.
1: Yeah, it's it it was it it I don't know. I mean, it was it was just a time. It was like okay, I I had to make a decision. I got to that bottom place. I really, literally, did finally hit that bottom as bottom as I felt like I could possibly be. And then when you do you make that decision to I'm done to be done with it. You it is your decision. It's your decision to decide where what you're gonna think about, what you're gonna focus on, how you're going to deal with things. Your your life you can do anything you want in it. But if you stay stuck and you stay negative and you you know, I believe me, I, I wish some pretty bad things on her. And, you know, I'll admit that. <laughs> And other people, my friends, same thing, the negativity. And it was the same when going through the divorce. Of course, I had horrible things to, to for him. and and uh, But that, it was like even back then when I went through that divorce, and I remember he left me for a girl that was my best friend. <laughs> oh, so that was even worse, right? <sighs> but I'll never forget, I was sitting in a restaurant, you know, with with a lady and we were you know complaining and I was still in my you know like feeling wanting bad things for them to happen right <laughs> to that to them and I remember seeing the two of them my ex husband and and her walking and they were so happy and they were holding hands and laughing and and I I looked around and I looked at the people I was with that were just so negative. And so just, you know, crying about their lives and being that negative, being in that surrounding, uh, you know, with those kind of people and that kind of thoughts. And I right then made a decision. Oh, my God, it's not fair. It's me. It's up to me to be happy, me to to do what I want in my life. And I literally got rid of all the negative. I, I had to say goodbye to really, really good friends, my best friends. I had to say goodbye to them because of the negativity that it brought in. So those are the lessons. I don't know how it all got to these little things that I'm bringing up. But I, I guess maybe to your, <laughs> to if anybody is listening, that nothing is ever as, it's never so bad that it can't get better. And there's always something really, really good in there. And you just have to get rid of all the crap and all the negative, all the poor me part of it and find the good and and uh, your life can change so instantly when you make that decision.
0: I love it. I, I love that because it's so true. It It is like if you constantly surround yourself with the negativity, then you can expect negativity to always be around you. The moment Absolutely. that you change that that perspective for yourself and change your environment so it supports what your heart truly wants, which is that peace of mind and that quiet and for the blessings to come and the appreciation and gratitude to, to surface and that you feel and experience that, uh, it is, it is very true about making that put an action to that. So thank you. That that's profound. And I love it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, getting out of all of that, I, uh, from there, like I was saying, you know, when, when I made that decision to let go and forgive and I learned the forgive word, what that really meant. And, uh, and that's when just everything started just blowing up, and, and um, so I, <laughs> I started, I mean, I was still helping business owners, I was doing all those things, um, helping people write books, uh, speaking, teaching, and um, then all of a sudden, I was asked to be interviewed and do a webinar with the, the owners of Alignable, um, which is an online platform for business owners, and it's funny because I looked back a few years ago, I actually met them when that when at an event when this company was just starting and I always knew there was something was telling me there was something that I was gonna be doing with this company because it was all about the passion of helping small business owners and supporting them and doing everything you can to get help people start their businesses and grow their businesses and connect and build relationships which is how I started all of my business. All of my businesses have been um, about building relationships. And um, so that's now what I'm doing. It's like everything that I've wanted to do in my whole life has come to me. And uh, this is recently. So um, now I get to do things like talk to people about their businesses like you. (laughs) That was just such a a pleasure to speak to you yesterday about your business. and now I'm doing with my life what I believe my purpose is. And all I can say is that, you know, it it can happen for everybody. And I'm happy to talk to anyone who would like to me or find out, you know, how I can help you to get and, and change your mind that aren't going well for you, how you can turn it around and make things happen because anything
0: is possible anything at all that's awesome that you know you had that feeling about alignable that you were meant to be a part of them at some point someday um mm-hmm. do you do you mind if i tell the quick story about how you and i even connected in the first place when it comes to because yeah. i love talking about you know, you know me being a spiritual life coach i love talking about how intuition plays a big role and and uh, sure. what we do and um just to give people a little background that Sue Brooke and I actually met on a very intriguing moment with dealt with a business and I I can I started with um connecting with people at Polka Dot Powerhouse Group and because there was this thing that popped up in that group I saw about this business and they were having a Zoom, you know, meeting and connection to describe this um I I don't know Sue like can we say the name of the business or
1: Oh, if you want.
0: I'm not really doing anything with that anymore. But. Okay, all right. Well, so just know that it had to do with this this company who was trying to work on getting started, and there was these great opportunities, and I I was in the midst of this first year of me creating my own business, and I was just trying to learn and evolve and grow. Well, here... The girl that was at the Polka Dot Powerhouse Group, her friend also with the Polka Dot Powerhouse Group, was really much connected to this, and that's how she even learned with it in the first place. I ended up going to the Zoom meeting for this this uh, this for, to try and get this help with this um, this company get 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 self started and going. And that's the moment in that Zoom room that I actually connected with Sue Brooke. and she and I just clicked, and. <laughs> we ended up uh, messaging and, and building a schedule where she sent me her link for me to pick out of her, uh, her calendar some time and just to ask questions and further get to know because I was always about trying to learn about being in business, seeing how I would come from being a scientist. And it was pretty much from that point forward, she and I just kind of sat and basted in, in the energy in the moment. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, it's just been like, she has become such the most inspirational extremely supportive you know non-judgmental but just completely uplifting in the days that i just felt like something wasn't clicking and it just we just kept you know connecting as we kept f- uh, feeling it and having intuition moments where she's like oh my gosh i was just thinking about you so <laughs> you know just to know that you know our universal team is very much at play during moments like that and bringing the people into our life you know, just like she had that moment in her hospital room where it was full of people that was there to love and support her when she thought she had no one. And to come to that fruition where she was, she was supported and loved and cared about. And um even like as as simple as me showing up and being intrigued and end up in a room that, you know, a zoom room that she was honestly she she's gonna be like part of my heart of hearts of inspiration that years down the road with my business, I'm gonna be like, listen, there was Sue Brooke, hands down was one of my greatest mentors because she <laughs> made me feel like I could do it, and nothing was oh. too scary or impossible, and I was definitely confirming that I was basically what I should be doing <laughs> so
1: <laughs> wow, thank um, you. thank you for
0: letting me share that moment about us, Sue and so with a lineable, and I I know that you're so much in, in the moment, and you're just enjoying this. And what what do you see? What do you? What is your heart longing for for your future? I'm
1: well. Well, my big dream is, and I'm actually starting to look already. Is um, I want to get a motorhome. I've been wanting one for a very long time. And uh, when I'm, what's funny is when I moved up here to be with my sister. Um, She, I had come up here to speak to some groups and and just get to know her. And she said, why don't you move here? And I said, well, where am I going to live? And she said, well, we have a fifth wheel um, RV that you could move into. And I said, oh, my gosh, that's perfect. I want a motorhome. And I don't know what it's like to live in in something like that. (laughs) So it just worked out perfectly. So I've been living in here for the last couple of years. And uh, gosh, almost three years will be in November be three years and I'm starting to look for a motorhome and so my big dream is to have a motorhome that I'm traveling and living in and and visiting and uh, people all over including you Brie. Oh I can't
0: wait I already told <laughs> so you.
1: I want to <laughs> help business owners and I want to interview them I'm going to be starting my podcast um, alongside Alignable. Um, they hired me as a consultant to help them get them different things started so i'm working with them i i see myself um that it's it's kind of like the platform that i can help business owners on and so that's what i want to do and so that's i'm starting my hunt for a (laughs) motorhome and then hopefully i will be uh driving down the road coming to visit you and and whoever else and that's kind of what i want to do i just want to do that for the rest of my life so
0: i love (laughs) it because you know honestly because I, I honestly, I see that happen a lot, too, with all of this change in 2020. I've seen people sell their houses and everything mm-hmm. and get a motorhome and they go on, you know, it's yep. like their light bulb goes off. They're like, you know what, I've been working so hard, I haven't lived. It's like, I, you know what, I'm just yeah. going to take this time and I'm going to start living and experiencing and... Like that. That's just—it's amazing that you know you're having that inspiration, and you got to test drive it. You know, with your sisters. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> it's not like one of the—it's not like one of those things where you look back and it's on the women. You're like, oh, I need a—you know—I need a a mobile home, and then you get in one, you're going, oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> no, it's perfect. It's like you know, and and I've always been somebody that's not somebody that needs a big house by any chance. I live very minimally. I love to just be able to live a life where I can just go when I want to (laughs) go. And so I don't have much as far as physical things and I don't need them. You know, I do have two kitty cats. They're elderly, (laughs) but they're with me for now. And, um, and I just love it, and I just really want that life to be able to go, okay, you need me, you're in Florida, okay, I'll be there in a couple of days.
0: Oh, my gosh, I love that.
1: <laughs> you know, that's that's just what I want to do, and just be able to speak and teach and help people through, you know, their times and hopefully be an inspiration to more people and, and work with more people like you. So uh-huh. thank you
0: for for everything and all the great words. (laughs) Of course, honestly, hands down, you you do, you have that take a podium and inspire millions energy. Uh And I'm honestly, I'm so excited that you and I have built such a, you know, a friendship as well as, you know, you know, you being an amazing teacher for me that I can't wait. I just can't wait to watch what happens over the next handful of years and and what you know, all the blessings that are coming your way. So that's that got mm-hmm. to me excited. Even even so that I'm I'm building you know my own my own life and experiences too. So, but wow. I can't I can't wait. So what is out of everything you've been through, what is the most passionate thing you want to basically tell everybody to to consider and to embrace?
1: Well, kind of just like what I said is. this life, you're only on it for a short time. And anything is possible. Like, anything. Anything that you want, you can have. Um, If you're in a place that doesn't make you happy, then figure out what kind of change that you need to make. Um, There was a girl the other day that I posted something on my Facebook about if you're not happy it's very simple or it's very very simple just make a change <laughs> change something and i got this message from this girl that that i kind of know i don't know her very well but and she she said so you, that my whole day is ruined and i was like oh my gosh what did i do <sighs> she was ruined by my post of saying that and apparently she was in a bad place she was living in her car she and I don't know what all was happening but she said I just want an easy I, just, I would give anything for it, for, to have an easy life and it was like wow you know it's like it's, I did say it was a simple fix but it's definitely not easy yeah <laughs> So, but anything is possible anything at all and um, find somebody that you can talk to that is positive stay away from anything negative in your life anything sometimes like i said i had to i had to say goodbye to my best friends some of my best friends because of the negativity and in our world right now we have a lot of it very true and i i think about it i mean it's like i just i really do not take any negative anything and it's really sad that a lot of people are losing friendships over their beliefs about different things, but you know what? You have to surround yourself with positive, happy people and podcasts like this one <laughs> and people like Bree that are positive and can see, you know, see the good in things. So, I don't know. That's that's really all I have to say is, you know, get rid of negative, stay positive positive figure out what you really want in your life and just go for it. Just do whatever it takes to get there and it doesn't matter. You don't need money, you don't need fame, you don't need any of those things. You can there's ways to do anything.
0: So, oh my gosh. I'm loudly applauding you because honestly, you're <laughs> right. It's it's not necessarily easy, but surrounding yourself with people who are more positive and caring and understanding it, they might help you through the most painful times, and that's kind of where some ease might come from right so oh, i I love it, I love it so thank you so <laughs> much for being uh with us today and and sharing you know your vulnerable journey and the the great things that you learned from it, the most inspiring things that you've learned from it and quite honestly the this journey for me has become a lot more you know priceless because of meeting you oh, so wow.
1: you're so sweet, thank yeah. you so much. But, uh, definitely the same is f- for me too. Aww, with
0: th- you, thank you. So, how can people find you? Let's let's put let's get this before before we say our goodbyes. Like, <laughs> how can people? I'm like before I forget. How can people <laughs> get a hold of you and be inspired? Inspired, you know, as much as I am by you.
1: Well, the best way is just to, my website is Sue, S-U-E-S, Sue Sue com it's B-R-O-O-K-E.com. Um, you can find out how to reach me there. There's a place to reach out to me and set up some time to talk to me. Um, of course, Facebook is a good place to find me as well, but everything, all the links and everything are on my website, so that's probably the easiest place to send you. <laughs>
0: Perfect. Well, thank you again so much for sharing, you know, all that you you've experienced with us and uh, passing on, you know, paying it forward in this moment. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have an awesome day. You too. Thank you, everybody, so much for joining Sue, Brooke, and I today and um, allowing her to open up and talk about her journey and the most inspirational parts about it. Which, you know, as you as you can obviously tell, I'm I'm in love with the fact of how hard and difficult things have been. But yet that's why she's been inspiring me because she's still so loving. She's still so open and she's still so passionate about helping people succeed. Please be sure to, to look up Sue Brook and, uh, you know, connect with her if you, if your, your soul's feeling like it wants to. And uh, I'll definitely, you'll see in the description, you'll have access to her uh, website and, and other connections. Also, by all means, as always, I want you to like reach out to me, tell me how, you know, tell me how you feel about this podcast or any podcast and share your, share your thoughts about it, share your journey with me uh, I'm just as inspired by all of you as you may be about me and anyone I might have as a guest so thank you on that note And you'll be able to find me at beyondgrounded.com uh, Facebook or Instagram at beyondgrounded um, or just send a simple email out at estella at beyondgrounded.com so on that note I hope that the blessings start pouring on you to help bless the steps forward that inspires your clarity and your sense of purpose and value in this life. Much love and many blessings. Talk to you all soon. Bye.